Zaggy boy, welcome to the minis. First mini for you, my friend. Thanks, homie. Yeah, Zachariah. We need a nickname for the Zach. So just to give context, S-Bone, D-Bomb. D-Bomb. Dill's Mentor. Zed. Zed. Introduce yourself, Zach. Zach Attack. Zach Attack. I'm thinking Dill's Mentor. I wouldn't have thought that. Oh. No, I no, wouldn't have Dill's, thought. Dill doesn't have a mentor. I, wouldn't, I do. I do. Plenty, plenty of mentors. Uh, always learning. How are we, gents? Welcome to the minis. Wonderful. Thank you. Hey, it's nice to be in this studio. It Dill. is. Um, second mini filmed in the new studio. I don't think we've actually... We recorded a pod, a couple pods in the new studio. Um, let us know if you can you can actually listen and you can hear the benefits of it because it feels unbelievable in here. We can tell the difference. I hope you can too. Um, we'll get some photos and videos out soon as well. We recorded a couple eps. Bromley Lynch boys have been in here. Goza Wright's coming in here. 200 plus 200 has plus. been in here. Um, they're all happening. So very exciting times here at Producey. Anyway, let's get into <laughs> it. Um, hey, last week, Zach, I know you're a big fan of the minis. You love them. We spoke about last week, and I don't know if anyone else cared about this, but I did get a lot of people messaging me, so I'm hoping that people did. It was a conversation I had with Josh Bromley Lynch around um, life jackets. So... Were you a kid that had the boat or were you a kid that had the life jacket? And it more it's a metaphor, uh, a metaphor for your life, meaning were you given things or did you go out and did you get it done? Which one's which in that analogy? The life jacket is, is, the, is the kid that just had to survive. They had to go and make friends with the kid with the boat so that they could jump on the boat. I think I was a bit of both. Okay. I think when I was younger, probably I was the boat. And then as I've kind of got older, I've... Moved into more of the life jacket kind okay. of guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like how we're thinking deeply into something that has no relevance to what it was. Sammy, what were you? Uh, definitely the boat um, to begin with. You had a boat as well? No, no, I wasn't like wealthy. I was just yeah. metaphorically, I, you know, wanted things given to me. Yeah. But I reckon I'm the life jacket now. Love and it. But I did go to school with a lot of kids that had boats and yeah. holiday houses. So Love I was wearing a life jacket, but not metaphorically. I love that this wasn't actually a metaphoric question. I was actually just wondering, did it's you deep, have a boat growing it? up? And then you two have just gone whack. And if I you had asked that. me, I would have just said, I did not have a boat. Yeah, I, I was just, just meaning physically, did you have a boat? And then you two went straight in. I love that. I don't know what it was, but it was something in your question that made it sound metaphorical. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, looking well, down the barrel, yeah. seemed to deal ask that question. I was like, that is got to be some no, I loved leadership it. question. Well, I really loved the way that you answered it. Um, if I went into that too, I would say... Physically, without having the boat, I had the life jacket. But if I'm going deep, I was a kid with the boat too. You know, I wanted everything given to me. So there we go. I'm, we're really getting into it. Sam, did you have your hand up? No. No, I thought you had your hand up. Darcy, did you have a boat metaphorically or not? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I where we're really going don't with know. It. Yeah. Who knows? Um, UK next week. Sam and I are going to the UK. Really exciting. I'm going to um, miss you. You guys in the yeah, producer studios. Yeah, it's be really Who exciting. are you going to miss more? Uh, that's a tough question, but probably you, Sam. Danke. That's German. Not a tough question. Yeah. It's in Europe. Danke, that's, it is. It's German. Um, yeah, really excited for that. Uh, you've been, haven't you, Zach? I have UK? been to the UK. Yeah. yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, did you like, You went to Wimbledon? Been to Wimbledon. Yeah. Do you want a funny story about this? Yeah, please. I haven't told you this or any of you guys here, so it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> um, but I went to the UK to represent Australia playing Ultimate Frisbee. Wow. Ultimate Frisbee. What? <laughs> no. Yeah. You're kidding. So I've kept this close to my chest for like <laughs> a lot of different reasons. <laughs> Your entire life? <laughs> yeah. Like, what and I don't hell? know why it's the first time I'm telling you this like right now. Um, but yeah, so that's to give you some context there. Uh, my old school teacher w- was playing and then I moved schools and then anyway, he ran a clinic 
and then kind of picked a few of us up to go to this national thing. And then, yeah, go, Sam. First question. question. First question off the I bat. I still was ready. I was like <laughs> waiting to hear the story no, first. There's a lot to unpack. Only a pause. <laughs> so only, there's only a pause. We're going back to the story. Were you really good at Ultimate Frisbee or was it one of those things where like nobody played it so you were good, you were like really good at it? Because so, like there was a kid at school that like played lacrosse and he was like really good but nobody played lacrosse. Does that's that- a great question. Um, two things to that. One is I was shithouse at Frisbee. <laughs> um, I could not do it. And Enough to make the national team though. I learned a lot yeah. about it over a few years leading up to the um, the trip. But I was just athletic so like they saw like potential – I was like a potential frisbeeer. Yeah, I was like a category B rookie. I saw the biceps. That's <laughs> unbelievable, man. I absolutely <laughs> love that. You've gone and represented Australia in ultimate frisbee. We had a teacher at my school that did it too. He'd always, yeah, but I didn't go to nationals with it. No, I, but you did. That's crazy. Yeah. So you still frisbeeing? No, I'm not. So okay. that's kind of why it's not the first. And it's not the first point I saw because it's kind of like, what a weirdo. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I've just kind of kept that in the background. Obviously, a lot of people back home would know that because it was in the papers and whatever. Um, so was there a tournament? Full on national, like, old, like How'd you international go? tournament. So I'm talking like teams from like Latvia, like USA, They've got Canada. a strong team, the, the Latvians. No, they don't. No. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, this could be a yeah. movie, I reckon. Seriously, this is so interesting. So I think it's just like, I like taking opportunities and yeah. I think that's kind of how I'm here as well. It's like, I just kind of love that kind You're of yes stuff. You're a yes man. Life you jacket. are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in all seriousness, Zach is, is a doer. And if anyone's wondering what, what, who he is and what he does, we literally just met off LinkedIn. And he started coming in, we started being friends, and now he's on the podcast. Um, he's a doer. He does things. That doesn't surprise me. Like, it does, but it doesn't in, in another way. But I love it. What it, Just on Frisbee quickly, what did you learn over there? Like, what was what did you get out of it? Because I know we're going metaphoric now. Physically, what did you learn out of it? And metaphorically, what did you learn out of it? Um, physically, it's actually a lot more demanding than what you would think. Like, it's kind of on a touch footy style field. Lots of sprinting. Like high, like endurance. How many on each side? So seven, like on the field on each side at a time. Yeah, yeah, per and team. It's kind of very free flowing, like um, yeah. So is it like gridiron but with a frisbee? Yeah, like you got end zones. You got to catch it in the end zone. Yeah, it's gridiron. I've, I've seen, I've seen videos. There's actually frisbee golf as well. There is. Mm. Yeah. Metaphorically, did you learn any, anything out of it? Deeper <laughs> on a deeper level, was it just to say yes to opportunities? Were you throwing the frisbee or catching it? <laughs> I was doing both. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, metaphorically, I don't know. I think it was just a really good opportunity to say I've, I've done that. Yeah. But it is a really weird thing. Like, I'm, I'm like, completely honest with that. Like, I know how weird it is and how different it is, and I just kind of owned it. Yeah, yeah. you've got to own it. <laughs> Who would have thought a Frisbee could take you around the globe? That's what I mean. Mm. And you should not be ashamed of that. You should tell as many people as possible. Yeah, definitely. Well, he has now. He's done on the podcast. Have mm. you two got any weird things? Um, not that that's weird, but uh, have you two – Got any um, things that you've just, you've said yes to, not knowing where it could take you or vice versa? Have you said no to something where you think, fuck, I should have said yes to that? Can you talk, you're talking about sliding doors moments. Sliding, sliding doors moments or just weird opportunities that you've taken that have led you down a path you never knew. Like, mm. I think it'd be awesome to hear um, anyone's story of like a sliding doors moment. There's so many out there. Like, if anyone's got a sliding doors moment or just a weird opportunity they took that took them down a path they never knew... Tell us in, uh, uh, send us in, call the um, the Budgie Smoker hotline. We'd absolutely love to hear your story. And you'll get um, a free pair of Budgie Smokers for that. So we'd love to uh, to hear your story and, and get you on the show. That'd be really interesting. That's a think, really good one. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm trying to think for myself, is there anything where I've said yes to 
something or notice something and and that's where it's gone. But off the top I reckon of my head, your one, I just speak for you. I reckon your one, it's not like a yes to something, but you, your conversation that you had with um, the GWS coach that led you there, and that probably changed your whole life in a big way. You, you talk about how you said, you know, you should definitely take me. Yeah. And that phone call could have gone either way. Definitely. That's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. Yeah, definitely that's a big one. Um, worked for me. It didn't really work for him, but it was, um, it worked for me. If anyone doesn't know that story, it was when I got delisted from, the jo- um, from Carlton. Uh, I went up there. It's a long story, but I had like this real weird time where I was like big into like Jim Carrey, Power of the Universe, and like still am to this day because of this thing. And I like put in my head that I pretended I was already at the Giants. And three days later, the Giants called me, and they're like, "We'll we'll take you up there." We went for this tour, da da da. da. And I was because it was like an immediate reaction to something. I said, "This is not a coincidence." I fully bought into it and just was like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it's done." And when I went up there, I went for a tour, did all this weird stuff, had a meeting with Leon and like all the coaches, Wayne Campbell, had a medical, everything. And I remember coming home and in my head, I was so committed. Like I was so believed that I was going there without any confirmation that like it, my mind had already made itself up. And he called me and he said, um, hey, mate, we're not taking you in the preseason, like the delisted free agency. And I was like... I reckon you will. Like, literally, like, I don't even remember saying this, but it was like an out-of-body experience. I said to him, I reckon you will take me. Um, after in the, he's just said he After he just won't. said he wasn't. I was just like, I reckon you should take me in the rookie <laughs> nah, draft. You're wrong. I, reckon, I reckon you will. Um, and I reckon you won't regret it. And weirdly, like, I didn't go there and play, <laughs> play two games, so, like, I think he probably did regret it. But for me, it was one of those weird things where I just, like, didn't even know what – that was so not me to be, like, forward or say anything, but just said it to him. And he's just like, okay. And I think that literally got me there by saying that. Yeah, think about how different your life would be. Oh, I'd be fucked. No, no, you wouldn't be fucked, but it'd be (laughs) very different. It'd be super different, yeah. Like butterfly effect kind of thing. Butterfly effect for sure. So that could, yeah, thank you for remembering that. That could be a very very good sliding doors moment or just weird moment that has got me somewhere that I didn't think I would be. Mm. A bit like the Frisbee. Here to help. Mine but us. I was chatting to a mate yesterday about the internet and when we first got internet, like when I was at home, we used to have dial-up. So I don't know if you guys had dial-up internet, but you had to like take mm. the phone out of the mm-hmm. wall, connect it in the back of the laptop. Then phone's you, gone. Phone's gone now. So when you pick it up, it's like, and you'd have to like do the dial-up. So it'd take a minute, it takes 60 seconds to dial up to the internet. And the internet was so fucking slow, like the slowest thing. I remember I used to like download songs and it would take like three days to download one song. Yeah. What anyway, was the song? What was one of the songs? It was 50 Cent. Um, it was 50 Cent, <laughs> Get Rich or Die Trying. And it was the song was... Um, uh, window shopper. Yeah. I think I used to j- jump around the house singing that when everyone was out. Mine was quickly some forty one. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So the question being was, um, so this, this, the thing about that was, I remember when I was like fifteen. So that was when that was still happening. Obviously, I think there'd been better internet then, but I still had dial up. And I remember I'd like was waiting to see if I got into the Vic Metro team, and we put it on. Oh, you had to like refresh it at six a.m. I couldn't. By six, by nine a.m., the page still hadn't loaded, <laughs> so I had to wait three hours to know if I'd made this team. Were the names coming up slowly? The names are slowly coming up, so you had to like go on the website, click on a link, click on a link. So I'd like you had to you know go on as soon as you could see it, you'd click it, and then at like ten a.m., my mate called me and just told me that I'd got in because he had like quicker internet. So I was waiting, and like it still took another hour for my name to come up on that website. I still didn't believe him because I couldn't see it. I can just picture the one kid who's just continually refreshing. He's like, nah, my name will pop up. Soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that you got up at six a.m. because you were excited to oh, see. Oh, so excited! That's so. Yeah. That's really cool. So excited. 
Last thing on that. I've always had this weird thought about getting older. And you know, I don't know what it's like for you guys. You know, I don't have any grandparents anymore, unfortunately. They're all not with us anymore. But I remember when it was getting to that stage, it was always really sad, like putting your family into retirement home and you'd be like, fucking hell, like imagine when I have to go to a retirement home, like how sad that is. Mm. And I had this thought the other day, like sorry, years ago, but it refreshed the other day. And it was around like retirement homes. What we're going to be doing when we are 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, who knows how long we're going to live, is going to be so different to what the old folks are doing now. Like can you imagine an old folks home or a retirement village? When, like people are still going to be playing Xbox. They're still going to be on social media, Instagram. It's not like when you turn 80 or 90, you just delete all your apps and just go, I'm old now. I've got to listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be um, – imagine the apps that are going to be there, like games, movies, series. Like, could you imagine what these retirement villages are going to be getting up to? Could you imagine Dylan Friends the when podcast. you're 80? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that at all. But can, do you know what I'm saying? Is that weird? No, it's, I, I reckon it's scary. It's scary. Like, have you seen? There'll be still, be still people that are 80, like, squatting up on Fortnite or whatever the game is <laughs> there. <laughs> like, but, like, have you seen Black Mirror? Like, some of is those. Is that on that? Well, probably not. But, yeah. like, some of the technology. Like, it's scary to think, like, we might just have a chip on our head. Literally. You might just be reliving your youth when you're 90. Who knows? I'm excited for it. I've seen the chip thing, and that's kind of where I cut things off technology-wise. Like, I'm not getting any chips in me. Oh, yeah. You're an anti-chipper? Yeah, I'm going to be an anti-chipper. I'm not. Embrace it. Chip me. (laughs) I don't care. That's just my line. Yeah, I reckon chip me. I'd I'd put a chip in. Well, I I just feel like you guys aren't getting as excited as I am. Can you imagine what we're going to be doing in a retirement village? What's your thing, though? Like, what are you looking forward to doing in the retirement home? It's not so much doing things in a retirement home. It's just like it's not going to be as unfortunate as it is now when you unfortunately have to put people into, like, aged care Mm. and you go, geez, you know, like, they're isolated um, you know, they don't know how to go on Twitter and check in and, and like go on social media. Like you're going to be sitting there, even if your family's away, you'll be able to call people, FaceTime. Like as the end of my nan's life, like she was, she had an iPad and she was FaceTime us all the time. So mm. it was awesome. Like she had apps, she had communication. She was able to like WhatsApp. Whereas a lot of the older generation haven't had that. We know it now as a second nature. So when we get older, it's, you'll still, we'll still be communicating with friends then and meeting new people. Imagine dating websites because, like, you think about it, unfortunately, a lot of partners pass away. You'll probably still be dating yeah, swipe, at that age. Swipe within your center. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. You're I'm saying that in all – it's actually it's, – it's a good thing. I think for, you're assuming, though, that we're not going to evolve in the next 50 years. No, that is evolution. No, but, like, we might not have social media in 50 years. What do you mean? There'll be something else. No but one we'll knows. Be, we'll know it, though. Because we're with it, you know it's what I mean? something to do with the chips, I reckon. We're with it. <laughs> I we're, just think about that with, far ahead in the mm. future, scares the fuck out of me. No, it does. But I'm saying we're at a we're in a life now that we're, we're adapting. Our age group and our demographic are going to adapt to whatever's new. Yeah. Virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, virtual reality. Um, boys, uh, before we finish up, just talking about a couple recent episodes. Um, Ned Brockman this week, obviously. Sorry, apologies last week. We stuffed up with what we were releasing on. I can't believe we did that. But Ned Brockman, absolutely incredible dude. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, he's a young guy from New South Wales. He ran 50 marathons in 50 days. He's now raising money to run um, across from WA to Sydney, 100 k's a day for 40 days. Yep. And yesterday, uh, sorry, last week, competed in the Gold Coast Marathon. He ran 
the half marathon on the Saturday oh. and then the marathon on the Sunday. And just as on that. Up, as a warm up. He's not like jogging. He was going no, at no, a 410, 410k yeah. pace. But that doesn't even like scratch the surface. Like that'd be a joke to him. Like, It'd be a joke to him. two marathons a day. Like, yeah. that's It's so out of this He world. ran a half marathon and then a marathon. And that's, that's, the marathon mm. is like what, nearly one third of what he's going to be doing yeah. in a day and backing it up. Yeah. You and I both know how hard a marathon is. Mm. You more than me. Yeah. <laughs> Darcy's signed up. Yeah, he so. signed up. I've signed up. Yeah. Yep, I'm, um, I'm just getting into some training. That's awesome. Sounds like you're going well, though. Uh, early days. Yeah. We've got about 12, 13 weeks till uh, race day, so. What's one bit of advice you'd give to young run- runners out there? Me, as a non-runner. <laughs> I can give you some advice. Yeah. If you like. <laughs> Please. With you and knowing your history of injuries, look after that back. Okay. Because that is something that when you run, I think what happened to me was you run and you forget to do weights. And your whole body there, like, really tightens up. You've got to, like, make sure you're strengthening your legs. So I'd be doing some Pilates or leg weights as well as training Squats. for the marathon. Okay. Otherwise, your back will just absolutely cave itself in. So, Zach, as an actual runner, do you have any advice for me? <laughs> as an actual runner, I haven't done a marathon. Um, oh. So I think consistency, mate. Just be consistent. Yeah. I think 12 weeks is a great training block. It's a good lead up. Um, handsome Das. So I reckon that's a good state as well. You know, you yep. have that. Yep. That's, that's a good confidence point, booster. Um, Confidence is key. Is Handsome Dars going on the bib? You should. Yeah, maybe. Dill, are you going to register? No, no, not publicly at the moment. No, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm really torn on it. I'm going to make a decision over the next week. By the next mini, I'll let you know. But my mate, one of my best mates, um, just did the marathon in the Gold Coast, and you'd think I'd be happy for him. I'm absolutely fuming. He beat me by six seconds. <laughs> six seconds. And I am literally livid. Um, and it sparked a new flame in me. And as happy as I am for him, I can admit it now that, you know, people know me well enough um, through this, but I am so pissed off that he beat me. It's not funny. And I don't – I want to beat him again. But in saying that, he did the marathon in Gold Coast, which apparently is all downhill, whereas the marathon in Melbourne <laughs> is literally like the most undulated marathon in the world. So there's that for a start, but also I wouldn't mind getting out there and beating him. It's good to hear you're not salty, though. No, I'm completely salty. <laughs> I think like, that's a public uh, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm extremely salty. And yeah. I'll be like, I can't believe... Yeah, I'm fuming. I'm really fuming. <laughs> hey, you got an opportunity to yeah, get that six seconds back. Yeah, I do. Um, Budgie Smoker Hotline, we had some more people call in again yes. to promote their yes, 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 yes. which we love. Um, but this is with the last week we, we do it. We've given... Because um, we had a new question, obviously, from before, which was biggest yes moment, the sliding doors moment of your life. So call up, tell us like what you said yes to or what you missed out on, sliding doors. We want to hear it. Please, please, please give the Dylan Friends hotline a call. That number is 0390210625. That's 0390210625. Call up, sliding doors moment, best caller gets a budgie smell voucher and that code's Dylan Friends at 10% off. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, here it is. Here's some calls. Okay, boys, just ringing up about their small business thing. Uh, we're from Steen Electrical, that's S-C-E-E-N. Uh, and we do solar, so I'll kick it off. How bad is being broke at the moment post-COVID? And with electricity prices going up, the best way you can fix that is by getting a solar system on your house. Check us out on Instagram. Cheers. I don't know about you guys, but I instantly want to get solar on, on my property. I'm solid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Steen Solar. Check it out. Check him out on, on Instagram. Instagram on Instagram specifically. Yeah. So yep. didn't actually give us the tag there, but I'm assuming it's Steen Solar um, or Steen Electrical on, on Instagram. We should find that. But again, another great business calling out for a 10-second plug and a great jingle. We just need to put some sound effects behind that, like where he said, like, oh, are you bound about not having any money after COVID? <laughs> 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 Here's one more. G'day, Dill and friends. It's Tim Brennie calling, long-time listener, first-time caller to the Budgie Smuggler hotline. Welcome. Uh, just a quick travel uh, travel tip to uh, you, Dill, before you jet off to Europe. Uh, if you're staying in any hostels, my advice is always pick the top bunk uh, because if the person in the top bunk wets the bed and you're down below, mm. uh, you'll be wearing it all. Mm. Um, uh, not a good not a good time. Uh, and I haven't stopped thinking about TC's trays, so I thought I'd give my own business a plug if it's still up and running. What keeps you up at night? Does your partner run hot while sleeping? Are you concerned about the, your respiratory health? Or do you just need high-quality sheets that don't do harm to the planet? If you've answered yes, no, or maybe to any of these then you need Planchester Bedding, the world's first plastic-free and completely compostable bedding. Planchester, threads that count. Planchester. Very good. Was he reading that? I don't know. No, I think that was just off the the dome. 1,000 thread count. 1,000 thread count. And what... Environmentally friendly, I think that was in there. Yeah. If you have breathing problems. Breathing problems. And I like... Warm partner. Yes, no, or maybe... Yeah, I know. There's all yeah. options. Yes, no, maybe. Get there you and try it. it out. Yep. Love those. One more, Love those one, one more time. What was his business name? That was Planchester. So check him out. Planchester.com, I'm assuming. Hey, um, just on his um, uh, travel tip. Yes. Anyone here ever been pissed on? Mm, for fun? No. For Like accident? in bedding no. or in... Well, it just reminded me. I oh, no. <laughs> oh don't, Darcy, sorry, potty. Man. No, in I was um in Scotland in 2016, end of a trip, and I'm on the bottom bunk at a hostel. Middle of the night, I heard like this bang, and this guy sleeping in the other corner, he's fallen off the top of his bunk, and I, I was a bit rattled. I didn't really know what it was, so I just sort of rolled over, and it's pitch black. And then, like ten seconds later, I just heard this stream, oh. and I was like, "Oh no, okay, what's going on here?" And it was at the end of my bunk, and I flicked the lights on, and there was a Scottish man pissing on my feet. Oh, under the dunas or fresh on the toes? <laughs> I think there was a leg hanging out. Oh my! I don't God. know if it got me directly, but there was some splash. And I've never been—I'm not a violent person, but I've never been more like aggravated what? and furious in my life. And once you've been pissed on, you can't do anything about it. No, you can't. Like, you just got to accept <laughs> you can't. it. No, you can't. And can't. move on. So I agree with that. Yeah, Get the top take the top if you can, or oh, just avoid hostels gracious. at all well, we costs. We are staying in a hostel. I haven't told Sam yet we couldn't afford a hotel, so <laughs> hostels it is. I'm in for it. Um, top and tail. But yeah, I'm going to bring my guitar. No, please don't. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, so yeah, that'd be fun. A funny fact as well, I didn't know this, but we actually get in the day of the women of final. You told me before. Kyrgios. Yeah. Come on, Kyrgios. Yeah, so we'll go over and hang out with him. Come on, fun. King. That'd be great. Anyway, fam, um, that's all i got for you this week, my friends. What would you rate that out of 10? That episode? Fuck, probably four <laughs> out of 100. That'd be a great addition then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we finish, Zachy, give us your favourite um, series and book. That's all we always finish. Series or book and or favorite, content. And favourite Dylan Friends episode. So yeah. at the moment, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. 
Love it. Yeah, it's a very interesting one. What's it about? It's about thinking and growing rich, Dill. Okay, need yeah. to read that. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. Series, Lincoln Lawyer. I thought that was really good. The movie's better. Okay. Uh, in that case, then I'm also watching Imposters on Stan. Is that the one where the they lose the kid and then they find the Spanish guy and he comes over and pretends to be the kid? No. Okay. There's another <laughs> one called that, Imposter. Uh, it's about this this lady who wives people really quickly and then takes all their money and works with this bigger guy. Um, and then all these people, they go and find her, essentially. Oh, That's shit. season one. Sorry okay. for spoiling that. Is it real? I don't or think is so. it a drama? Like it a, could be real. Yeah. I'm not sure. It seems like a drama mm. series. I've got two recommendations this week as well. If you guys jump in, if you've got one. For some reason, I only just started True Detective. Finished that last night. Unbelievable. Lived up to the hype. Loved it. Um, Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson. Absolutely loved that. Great series. Um, another one, a, doc, a documentary that I've been loving, um, watched it a couple of times. It's probably one of the weirdest, creepiest documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's by a Kiwi, uh, New Zealand guy that does it and it's called Tickled. Have any of you guys ever seen it? No. It's about basically a guy that, um, a competitive tickling, so a little bit like your Frisbee story, actually. <laughs> competitive tickling. I'm glad and basically, you put that in the same. Yeah. It's a, it's a front for like a really weird business and they blackmail people and stuff. And he tries to find out about this tickle. It's it's absolutely one of the creepiest things of all time. So if you like creepy stuff, check wow. that one out. Yeah, yeah. Darcy, anything from you? Uh, I'm just wrapping up Stranger Things at the moment, mate. Yeah. Which I mean, you, I'm to get into it. I think you need to get through the first three episodes. So and, um, I haven't been able to get into that. Well, unfortunately, you're gonna have a lot of time for series and stuff on the plane. No, I'll be working, mate. Okay, same. I'll be you know, working. Love it. Um, all right, boys. Thank you. For having See, you. See you. See you later. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Ilyxx. XX.